This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. Hi, it's Dr. Kate, and this is the Form and Function Flow Lab podcast. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about tips and tricks for consistency because I give out exercises to every single patient that I have. And sometimes often I'll only see people once a week and they'll come in the next week. And did you get a chance to look at your exercises? Did you have a chance to do them every day or how many days did you do them? That kind of thing. And often the answer is that they didn't get to it or, you know, things ham up. Uh, they got busy. And I think that the stumbling block for a lot of people is that it, they're called exercises. And in our minds, we think of exercises as something that we have to carve out a special time in the day. We have to have special shoes and special outfits, and we need a certain space to go to, to do them. And really the kind of exercises that I'm talking about to help with um, I'm just pouring my water in here. Um, the exercises I'm talking about are they need to be effective. They need to be lifestyle changes and changing those daily habits because your dysfunction is most likely created in the pattern of your day and things that we do, whether it's how we sit at work or um, using our phone, driving, those kind of things. Stress. Stress is a huge player in those kind of things. So I want us to shift our mindset from those, that these are exercises that we have to do to how am I going to make tiny little changes to my day to repattern how my body moves and um, relates to stress and to the dysfunction that I might be causing. One of my favorite things to add in for people that have a lot of sitting or desk job is a modified burger position. And I can really feel for you guys because we started using a new software system last week and I had about two extra hours a night of notes kind of like going through the bugs at night. So my already 12 hours of patient care turned into instead of two hours of notes, it was four hours of notes. So four hours after 12 hours of sitting or working on people all day was brutal. I felt like my (laughs) uh, whole body hurt worse than an extreme workout. So I feel for you because you, I have patients that sit at a desk for eight to 10 hours a day or more. So for those people, um, and that includes students because our kids, even the little ones sit, sit 
a huge amount of the day. And, you know, they're in school all day long. And then if they have homework, they come home and they sit more to do homework. It's kind of crazy. But so if you're sitting, I I like to try to have people set a timer on their phone and do modified burger exercise. So it's just 30 seconds out of every hour. And it's really important to set the timer on your phone because you will not remember. I... I mean, I I know how that goes four hours into doing those notes last week. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to sleep. This is insane. How did I, how did those hours just disappear? So you have to set a timer to get into that habit. And really what is 30 seconds out of your, out of your hour? Um, You don't even have to get up from your seat. You uh, don't have to change clothes. You can do it when you're sitting next to your cute buddy next to you in your cubicle. Um, I'll link that exercise below. I love it. it. It's great for, I mean, it's geared towards fixing head posture and neck pain, but that proper stacking of the spine translates all the way down to your low back, pelvic floor, diastasis, all those kind of things. And if you're really like a multitasker, which I love to multitask. So when I do burger position, I am not wasting those 30 seconds. I am doing my breathing combined with with the Brugger position. So I try to find ways to piece in things together to kind of get the most bang for your buck. Um, And especially when you're um, stressed during the day, combining that breath work is just a nice little like switch into... Okay, let's go towards the parasympathetic mode. Okay, let's go towards the parasympathetic mode. Um, So that's really easy. And it's just uh, a tweak to your daily habit that doesn't include a huge change or time commitment. Anyone can do that that, um, exercise. Uh, If people are really struggling with stress-related issues, which is everybody essentially. Um, I try to like, okay, what is something that you do a lot in the day? If they get, if they're a mom and they're going to work, carting their kids all over, I say, okay, how many times do you get in your car a day? And it's probably like six times a day. I said, perfect. Every time you get in your car, uh, do 10 breaths as you're driving, you know, your hands are on your steering wheel, stack your head over your rib cage, rib cage over your pelvis up away from the seat and do the first time you get in the car, do just lateral breathing where you're trying to breathe out into the rib cage and then, um, bring the rib cage all the way back down. The second time you get in the car, try a little varied position. So you're driving, but you tuck one rib down. So you're kind of sitting a little cockeyed. Sometimes we call it teapot breathing and you're holding onto the steering wheel. So you can pull back a little bit so that you open up that opposite side of the rib cage. And when you inhale through the nose, feel like you're inhaling into that, um, that side of the rib cage into the posterior side where we tend to be really tight. Um, second time you get into the car round back, tuck the rib cage down, especially if you tend to flare out to the front, holding onto the steering wheel round. It's almost like doing kitchen sink breathing, um, which I can link below too, but 
it's um, opening up the back side of the rib cage. So you can play around with um, different ways to do your breathing while you're in your car. Um, for me, I, I don't, I don't get super distracted and it's not like your eyes are ever off of the road. So I feel like it's safe, but if you're worried about being too, like if you're new to the breath work and you're worried about focusing on the rib cage expansion and you feel like you'll be too distracted, you could always do it before you drive off. So, you know, again, 30 seconds before you hit the gas pedal to go wherever you're going, whether it be to work, to pick up the kids, drop them off at school, any of those things, get 10 breaths in six times a day. That's a game changer, even to just um, from the stress reduction part of things. But if you're struggling with something like pelvic floor dysfunction or diastasis recti, breathing is the first place you start with that. When we're able to get a full inhale that uses our diaphragm and flattens out um, the diaphragm, opens up the rib cage 360, that's how we get a stretch to the pelvic floor. That's how it lengthens itself eccentrically, and that's what allows it to fully contract. So it helps stretch it out if it's tight. And then um, just like with any good um, muscular contraction, you want to fully elongate it before you contract it to get that full contraction. So, you know, great for your stress level and great for um, other more physical aspects too. So again, that's not any certain part of your day where you're getting dressed in gym clothes or going to the gym or anything like that. It's simply, what is something that I do often? Let me pair this in so that it doesn't eat into my already crazy schedule because I feel you for the crazy schedule. I also have a crazy schedule and sometimes it, I have uh, one of those, you know, smart watches and it's, it would be embarrassing to tell you how many steps I get in on Tuesday through Thursday. Those are my days in the office and I'm on my feet working on people all day long, but apparently I don't walk much <laughs> around the table when I treat patients, but it is really embarrassing because we put in really long days, those three days. Um, so you have to multitask or find ways around that to kind of make up for those deficiencies in my schedule. And if you're like me where you can't really change the circumstances, you have to get creative with being consistent. So if you're a big sitter or if your kid's a big sitter, the burger exercise is great. Um, combo it with your breathing if you're getting in and out of your car a lot, combo it with your breathing work. Um, and then even, you know, the timer thing I think helps for the first month or so, at least when you are trying to set up a new routine or a good pattern. So um, that can go along with the other exercises that I give. A lot of them uh, do use like the gorgeous ball or the tuna balls or, or a little like TheraBand. So there are some props. So sometimes those are hard to do during your workday if you're in an office. But try to make it part of your uh, bedtime routine. So, you know, 
write it on your mirror with a post-it note so that as you're brushing your teeth, you see like, yeah, got to do just five minutes. And that could be as as little as it is, as just five minutes. You know, Um, I don't usually give reps and sets when I'm giving out exercises because you feel different each day. And I want you to kind of be more in tune with how your body's feeling. Um, But I would definitely try to make it part of your nighttime, get ready for bed routine, even if it's just five minutes. And if you have to only do a few of each or split them up, that's okay. And that is um, just part of life. But at least that's better than being like, oh, I just can't do my exercises in their entirety. So you just skip it all together. Um, Another thing is thinking of what you're doing throughout the day that might um, be an issue posturally that's creating the problem. So if you know that you drive a lot and you're always tucked on tucking your tailbone under, your glutes are clenched under, you're rounded and you have pelvic floor issues, try sitting up straight, untucking, doing some pelvic rocks and doing some deep breathing to open up that area um, so that you don't have the tightness from the driving, you know, changing how you drive, um, changing how you sit at your desk. If you are chronic tush tucker under at your desk, try to be conscious of that. And the same goes with things like, um, I've had people with a lot of jaw pain. We did an episode on that being aware throughout the day, you know, are you clenching? Um, when are you doing it? Doing some light rubbing, some stimulation, some pulling out to the side to help get better blood flow or tensing it up. Like if you feel your shoulders rising up to your ears and you're typing away and you're super tense or you're holding your head, they're screaming their head off. They have colic and you just feel like you've got rocks for shoulders Take a breath, squeeze them even harder up to your ears, hold, 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 and then relax and then shake your head side to side to kind of reset. Sometimes you want to lean in towards the way you're going. Like, you know, if you're holding a ton of tension there, instead of just like, oh, I'm going to stretch the crap out of it, lean in to the way your body is leaning, the tightness, over tighten, and then Sometimes that gives us that reciprocal relaxation. Um, And those aren't exercises. That's just trying to be more aware of your body throughout the day. Um, And sometimes that can have a huge uh, difference in itself. Um, It would be noticing how you're standing. I see a lot of uh, patients, postpartum moms or patients, not even just postpartum moms, but people that tend to lend themselves to be glute clenchers. So they, they clench their glutes, it tips their pelvis posteriorly and they get their, you can almost tell sometimes because their feet will turn out slightly because they're clenching so much. It's encouraging their legs into external rotation. So they have like diminished glute um, fullness and a flat butt and their, um, toes turn out slightly 
and they'll often have greater glute med development. So their butt is wider at the top and then comes in and is flatter on the bottom. So if you have that issue um, and you have that deep butt pain or SI joint pain, low back pain, those are some of the things that can come along with that or pelvic floor uh, tightness. Um, if you, if any of those things like kind of uh, like make you think, Oh, I might do that. Um, I would start to become aware throughout the day of, am I tucking my butt under and clenching when I'm doing the dishes? Am I tucking my butt under and clenching and rounding my low back when I like go to pick my kid up out of their crib or pick something up off the floor? Do I hinge at the hips and keep my rib cage and my pelvis stacked or do I tuck my butt under and round forward for something? Just making that little small change makes a huge difference. And it's not doing an exercise, but it's learning to engage glute max and relax those deep hip rotators. So for example, you know, I said about the picking up your kid out of the crib, but it could be loading and unloading your dishwasher. So if you're noticed when you load the dishwasher that you're tucking your tailbone, glenching it, and you're rounding at the low back to put something in there, make it an exercise. That's the perfect, you got to do it anyway. So stack the ribs and the pelvis, hinge at the hips, feel that elongation of the hamstrings and the glutes, and then contract to come back up. It's almost turning your little uh, dish routine into um, a deadlift routine. So those are all things that we can incorporate into our day to change some of those dysfunctional patterns that we have set up. And it makes us more aware of what might be the culprit throughout our day as to what is the real cause of our pain. So don't get hung up on, I have to do this set amount of exercises. And if I don't, I'm just not going to do any of it. Try to change your daily habits rather than make time to do exercises. We want to change your daily habits so that you can just live freer and healthier um, throughout your throughout your day and your week because who has time for a lot of extras? I know I don't. So if you have any questions, let me know. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know. So I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.